Hello and welcome for Beer and Bullshit Volume 14. Uh, I'm uh, Jason Boisno, your uh, one of your co-hosts. Uh, today we do not have Mr. Corey McGee uh, joining us today, but I have... So it it'll, is, be, it'll be substandard, <laughs> I promise. Yeah, well, most likely. Most yeah. likely. Uh, we do have, uh, filling in for him, the local transient, Jonathan Boulanger. I was already here. I was at the bar, so uh, it was Perfect. a natural fit. Uh, uh, and we also have a guest today, uh, the... The very popular and very renowned Mr. Rick Lemieux. Renowned? Absolutely really? renowned. Yes. Well, in a positive way. Positive way. Surely. Okay, yeah. good. I hope yes. so. Yeah. Infamous. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> Wanted posters everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think it's awesome. That's, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. Well, I, I love That's podcasts, weird. so I'm like, hey, I'm going to be part of a podcast? This it's, is awesome. I can't wait. And this this is the creme de la creme. Absolutely. Is it? When it comes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Dozens of viewers. We have dozens of sometimes listeners. even multiple dozens. Yes. Really? Yeah. We've gone up to 20, <laughs> 20, 20 live viewers time. simultaneously, which, which, you know, to be fair, is actually not terrible for people to actually be i, I want to spend my time listening to this and they all agree at the same time 20 of them yeah that's okay yeah. i think you know that's what? okay it's like comedy I mean, yeah. i've been to club 54 where there was you know 14 people yeah. in, in the audience and i've been there where there was been you know 250 300 people no matter what though you got to give it your all right uh, well we give about a 50 yeah, percent. yeah I, depending 50, 50, on 60. i'm coming in at about 25 <laughs> max <laughs> Once you get to 100 yeah. people, then you could kind of crank it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if maybe if we get a couple more people or something, then we could actually, you know, together equal 100%, Absolutely. 100% yeah. uh, effort put in. Yeah. Uh, good old arithmetic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, today we are, we are uh, live. We're not, not, live, we're not record, live. We're recording live. Well, we're always oh, yeah. recording Record live. live in front of a live audience. Technically, well, they're not dead. So, <laughs> so all of that is technically correct. correct. So we, we, we are today at the, at the Gibby's Tavern. <laughs> yes. uh, so, thank you, uh, the owners and proprietors of Gibby t- Gibby's Tavern. Uh, you know, it's awesome that we get to do it uh, on location somewhere where we don't have to go and buy the beer. We just buy straight from the person. They yeah. deliver it to us. So yeah. we awesome. could have done it at the police station, but there's no beer there. Well, we thought we, we thought that would be great. Yeah, we great. In the back of a cruiser. In the back of a cruiser would be awesome. Then we thought maybe <laughs> the beer, maybe the, the beer thing might create a problem. Yeah, you know, that's I don't probably know. not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess we'll get uh, you know we'll we'll chat a bit with uh, our. Our guests instead. I guess we should ask him some questions. I sure. guess that would be smart. You can just talk to me the whole time. Yeah. All right, John. How have you been? No one talks about I, I my life. No one cares about it. it. No no one does. It, that's true, actually. <laughs> I've been to your house. No oh. one cares about you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Rick, uh, you are, uh, you're very, I would say, predominant in the uh, in the area, in Timmins. Uh, I guess, bit, uh, tell, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm a police officer. I've been a police officer now for 16 years, and I've been a comedian for 20 years. I make way more money as a police officer than comedian, so I don't yeah. know if that tells you yeah. anything about me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm also an author. I've written two books in uh, the last five years, and I released the DVD back in 2013 called Smart Tips with Constable Rick. And uh, it actually won uh, at the Houston International Movie Festival. It won Best Educational Children's DVD. So I was pretty pretty proud of that. We worked really hard on it. There was nine different episodes on it to help kids. You know, there was... Uh, Went to call 911, uh, school bus safety, stranger safety. Uh, we did one on uh, bicycle safety, bullying, internet safety. So there was stuff for pretty much any age group on this DVD. So it was it was pretty cool. So uh, and that so that made it internationally as well. Obviously, if it's in Houston, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was uh, was it submitted by the um, producer and director, 
and uh, it won. It was actually up for best host, which would have been me, uh, but we didn't win. <laughs> it was, I'm, I'm sorry. It was nominated, but it didn't, it didn't win. It's, a, what's it? it's an honor to be nominated, right? Yes, that's, that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's bullshit. Yeah, no. yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's, it, perfect. It's, an, it's an honor <laughs> yes. to lose like in a championship game. No, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. You want to win. Yeah, so. it brings a tear to your eye as you stand there. <laughs> so you're a policeman for 16 years, and uh, you've been doing a lot of, like you're saying, you uh, two books, DVD on the side, uh, and you're also uh, now a, uh, or not now, but you are a comedian, uh, stand-up comic. Yeah. Uh, so kind of, I, was there a, a void you're trying to fill and uh, the policing wasn't doing for you and you need you just need that cre- creative well, no, because outlet? The, the comedy came first. Yeah, the comedy came oh. first. So, so maybe it was the other True. way around. True. No, maybe. Oh. No, I'll tell you what happened. I, I've Good always com- wanted to be a police officer my okay. whole life. I was in grade six and we had a police officer come to our school for career career day and said, you know, talk to us about being a police officer. And from that moment, I was like, man, this is what I want to do. But you get other dreams and goals. And I was in college in Sudbury and they had a Yuck Yucks at the time. So we used to go to Yuck Yucks every Thursday night. Me and my class was a pub night. So we'd all go to Yuck Yucks. And after the main act, they'd always have amateur night at this Yuck Yucks. And I remember saying, man, I'd like to try that. I'd like to try that. So my classmates actually signed me up for the amateur night and said, you know, here, you're going up next weekend or next Thursday kind of thing. Yeah. Really? So I had to write five minutes worth of material. And I remember at the time, well, five minutes? I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> and now when I do shows, I, you know, when you're headlining, you've got to do an hour, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. So five minutes seems like nothing now. But back then it was huge. And I still remember my joke. I don't know if you guys want to tell me the first. I won't do the whole thing. but uh, Sure. Absolutely. My first joke I ever wrote for Yuck Yucks when I, when I went that night was, um, I, you know, I said, uh, there's this one restaurant I used to go to in Timmins. Uh, I don't want to tell you the name of this restaurant because I don't want to offend anybody, but uh, I'll give you the initials of this restaurant, and um, you guys will be able to figure it out. So when I was younger, I used to go to this restaurant, and the initials were A&W. <laughs> right? uh-huh. So that kind of stupid stupid stuff. Yeah. I talked about the, the A&W we had downtown where there was like the half wall in the middle that separated the smoking section from the non-smoking section. And I said, it's kind of like having a peeing section in your pool. <laughs> of course, that would be the warm side of the pool. Right, and, you right. know. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It was, it was, it worked well. I got some laughs. So yeah, I thought, hey, okay, this, I, I like this. So I really, I've only like for years, I was only doing four or five shows a year, but about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I uh, signed with Giggles Comedy Agency, and uh, they've been booking me at shows. And I'm not good at negotiating money and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, by the way, my agent will be calling you for. Absolutely. For this, just to... Sorry, sorry, wait, sorry, you're not good at negotiating, but you are on the police force. Well, I, 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 I just need to draw attention to that for a moment. Uh, that's that's why they put me in the schools. Okay, like, this okay. guy, I mean, this guy here, let's just get rid of him and put him in the schools where, right. where he can make some, do some good. Okay. Um, but, um, so now I'm, I'm booked, you know, several shows a month, every month, so I don't know what's going on, but it's just seemed to picked up so much in the last year and a half. Uh and I have people like Derek Edwards in my corner and Mike McDonald and Derek Sigang. And, uh, you know, there's a club in Ottawa that I want to perform at. And I, I contacted them so I could see if I could perform there. And they said, well, you know, we get guys that call us all the time. And they say they're good, but we've had some here and they sucked and, you know, that kind of thing. He says, do you have any references? And I said, I'll call you back. Yeah. So then I called Derek Edwards and I called Mike McDonald. And I said, can you call this guy and tell him that I'm okay? And So those were my references. They called them directly. They took time out of their day to call on my behalf. So... So I called him back, and he said, yeah, okay, that's some pretty good references you got there. <laughs> oh, cool, yeah. awesome. So, yeah, that's it's been going really well. I'm actually headlining um, on the 18th of November, so this Friday, in Sudbury and uh, at Theatre Cambrian. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then there's more shows coming up. But I'm going to be in Iqaluit, um in January. 
that's for, a, for a couple of shows. That's a fun spot. Yeah, yeah it's some. I'm never. I mean, I would never go there. Yeah. But now I have an opportunity to go someplace I never would have went before. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I've performed with Yuck Yucks in uh, London and Club Fifty Four in Burlington, and so I'm able to do a lot of shows. So it's it's been a great ride. I'm enjoying this. It's fun. And and how does that work in, in relation to your police career? Because that I mean, you still have to show up. For work, half yeah. the time, I guess. Well, I, I, I mean, comedy shows are usually on the weekend, anyways. Yeah. And I'm my, with my schedule during the school year. I'm Monday to Friday, eight to four, because I'm in the schools teaching kids. Right. I do, um, you know, um, anti-bullying programs. We do the Dare program in grade six, the Keeping It Real program in grade eight, and then high school programs, the Distracted Driving Simulator, and all that stuff. But so I get to leave on the weekend, and if I have to, I just take Friday afternoon off to drive or fly or wherever I have to go, and it works out really well, you know. Summertime is a little bit harder because I'm on, on shift work, oh, yeah. so I have to really watch out what my schedule is before, before I book anything. But in the in the winter, man, it's it's easy to book. And and what's that like? Sorry, Jay, I'm not taking no, over. No, no, no. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, you know, he's really enjoying. Like John, John has a hard time understanding when he's not like he, that. He's not the number one that he's supposed to be the like guest, go, guest two, host yeah. or or number three. But you yeah, know, yeah, we, he's not even number we, two. Man. We give him credit and we let him go for it. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he goes. It, right. it, he does it's, a lot. it's part of. That's what my therapist said. So, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to take control, and, and, and it works better for me and everyone else. Um, but, no, my question was, when you, when you go to other communities that are not Timmins, obviously, um, people don't know you as, you know, the local police officer right. who you see on the street and that sort of thing. So that, that lost connection, does that, is that an advantage or a disadvantage? Or? Well, well, none of my material is about policing. Right. I, I so people keep, don't even realize. Yeah, i got to keep those two things separate. Right. I just don't think it's right for... You know, in policing, we'll see, we see people at their worst a lot of times, and it's not the right area to go and share what people are going through when I'm a police officer. So I don't do anything about police-related. It's all separate, so they don't, they don't really know, I guess. Although I just did a show in Mattawa with Derek Seguin, and the host, I guess, went to my website and introduced me as Constable Rick Lemieux. <laughs> so I went on stage, and people were like, are you really a police officer? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. So, I was, you know, I try to stay away from that. Very well-behaved audience. Yeah, yeah. They, they all laughed and laughed no matter what I said. I was like, hey, maybe I should use this. <laughs> yeah. See the, the blood draining from it. their faces as they're smiling nonstop. Yeah. Well, and it's starting to be used more. They just did a commercial uh, for my show uh, on, on Friday in Sudbury, and it plays on CTV. And it says, come and see Officer Rick Lemieux uh, doing stand-up comedy. I'm like... Oh man, they're you know they're giving away. So maybe I should make some police jokes. Yeah. No, I can't, Chief. If you're listening, I'm not going to make no any no. police jokes. No. no, never, 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 never. Maybe once I retire. Right. <laughs> maybe then, because that, no, that'll be a, the next day. The entire act will change. <laughs> Just all police related. <laughs> yeah. The only time I've ever been able to do all police jokes is when I I did a show for all police officers. Oh, yeah. So it was that was pretty awesome. That was it was different because they all knew what I was where I was coming from and uh, but in in the public I would never do that because. It's just a lot of private matters, and you don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody when I'm doing yeah. comedy. And part of my show, the only people I hurt in my family, I think, would be my family. Or in my show is my family because uh, it's called, my show is called Relatively Funny, and it's all about my relatives. So right. My dad really gets the, <laughs> the the blunt of everything there. Yeah. So yeah, most dads do. Most like jokes yeah. about family members. Usually, the father is uh, yeah. the. You know, takes takes the the heavy load of it. Like you're usually going after your father. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's and you know, here make fun of your dad. The first time he came to see me at Club Fifty Four, he sat at the back of the room, and I could see it's dark. When like on stage, you you have a bright lights, you yeah. don't really see. But every once in a while, I could see him in the back, and he was like this, 
the whole time. And he, I didn't see him laugh. I didn't see any. I was like, ooh, this is yeah. not good. There, there will he, be a conversation <laughs> afterward. Be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so uh, one one question. So you're going. You have done some out out of town, but you've been doing some uh, some festivals and, and shows in Timmins and the North. Right. Uh, what? How is the? Uh, how have you found the level of support and kind of uh, you know momentum been in Timmins? Have has there been a, a good uh, support? Has it been growing? And do you think the the community is actually really getting out there and actually join, going out to these events? Definitely. Oh man, it's the first year we did the Timmins Comedy Festival. So we're going to be in our fourth year. So we've done it three years now for the big festival where it's at the end of March and we have five shows over three days where there's a kid show, there's a dirty show, a French show, uh, a dinner comedy show, and a showcase. So there's something for everybody. Could, um, could you combine the dirty and the French shows together well, that's, into I one? Mean, All French shows are dirty. I was just going to say that. That was that. the joke. Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely, yeah. Oh, man. But uh, the first year we had it, we had Mick Foley was the, the, the headliner yeah. and um, former WWE wrestler, yep. but now he's uh, a comedian. And we sold about 400 tickets. The second year we did it, we had uh, Mike McDonald and uh, Pete Zedlacher and uh, Erica Sigurdsson. It was amazing comics. And we sold about 600 tickets. Last year, we had uh, Derek Sagang. We had uh, Kenny Robinson. We had that Canadian guy, Glenn Foster. And Mike Bullard was the host. And we sold out. There, there was no tickets left. People were calling a week before going, hey, I want tickets. And we was like, there's nothing. We had people come to the door and were upset with me that I couldn't let them in. I'm like, well, get your tickets earlier. Yeah. What do you want me to do, you yeah. know? But uh, so it's been growing, and uh, one thing I'm worried about though is that maybe doing too many of them now because right. uh, we just did one on November 4th, and Yuck Yucks is going to be in town on November 18th, um, and it's I mean it's all to raise money for different organizations in town, so it's good if hopefully people keep supporting it, and then there's two shows booked in December, so that kind of stresses me out a bit because if you you know if you do too many yeah people I. I, I Prefer to maybe maybe one a month if that would that might even be too much. Yeah, that might be too much. But um, you know, I'd already booked Derek uh, Edwards to come in for the drop the mic comedy competition. We're, we still have room for one person if you guys want to try stand up comedy. Well, John, you could, what a tight five minutes? I think John could do a tight. Five oh, minutes. for sure. Yeah, well, I, it, it, would, it would just be dick jokes nonstop. But I mean, I can <laughs> you know if everyone can handle that, then I, I'm good. Hey, so, if you want to try, you guys could podcast live right from the show on December ninth. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there you With go. Derek Edwards there and everything, that'd be yeah, awesome. That would yeah. be great. Hey. Well, hey, you Let might have heard it here already. We Let might me be, know. We might be there live. Uh, so what are the requirements for, or I guess tell us about this oh. Drop the Mic show and uh, maybe tell us the requirements and what uh, people uh, can expect of that. Well, the Drop the Mic comedy competition is just something that I uh, want to do in town because, you know, if you're in southern Ontario, you have lots of opportunities to do comedy. Up in northern Ontario, if you want to try it, there's not really, there's no amateur nights, there's no nothing. So years ago, I did this uh, competition. I used to call it Comedian Idol. I changed the name now because American Idol is not popular anymore. So it's, <laughs> now it's called the Drop the Mic Comedy Competition. And the winner is going to get uh, pro- uh, some cash. They're also going to perform at the Timmins Comedy Festival, and they're going to get a spot at the LOL Comedy Festival in Sudbury. So they're actually going to get to work with Derek Sagang. They're going to get to work with some big comedians. Um, so round one is actually going to be on uh, December 9th. It's going to be at Club 147, and we have nine people signed up. I want to cut it off at 10. We only got to nine. But I think that's cool. It's nine local people that are going to come up and do five to seven minutes of comedy. And Derek Edwards is going to be judging them. So that night we're going to get the top three. And then in January at the Dante Club, they're going to face off for the spot of, you know, being uh, Northern Ontario's funniest new comic or whatever we're going to call I don't even know what we're going to call it, but yeah, something, something like that, you know. Cool. So, that's actually pretty neat. Yeah. So, you're doing five minutes? You, no, absolutely you, not. You you know, I, I could pull together 40 seconds, maybe. <laughs> 
Well, hey, if anyone uh, is listening, uh, hey, maybe you if, should. Uh, if anyone if is listening, listening, hopefully question someone mark, does. Question mark, yeah. Uh, but it's something that you might be interested in. Uh, maybe uh, get in contact with Rick. See if uh, maybe you want to do that, that five minutes and uh, check it out. Hey, you yeah. never know. Can, we, we how, have, how do people get awesome. in contact with you? Do they have to commit Perfect. a crime first? Definitely. Is, okay. Definitely. That's what t- What's, <laughs> What level of, like, what, what, are, we, what are we like, talking about? Yeah. yeah. Can you like just like steal someone's wallet or something? I, I, you know something what? I, basic. I'm not really a police officer. I'm just kind of. They call me the kitty cop. Right is what I get called because I'm always okay. at the schools. You know what's funny is I worked the road this summer, and I get a call and I get to the call and the guy there looks at me and goes, "They sent you." <laughs> this. Is, <laughs> so I, I said to him, I was really serious. To him, I said, "Yeah, they wanted to send a police officer. There was none available, so they sent me." Yeah. Is that okay? And he's like, "I'm just kidding," you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. At least. At least people can take jo- a joke. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, all right, so before we get into anything else, uh, John, uh, what are we drinking today? Do you, do you, have you uh, looked at uh, research what, anything? What, what are, are we drinking? drinking tonight? I haven't researched, but I don't know if I have to. Um, <laughs> so this is Rickard's Red. Draft, Rickard's Red. Draft makes it a little, you know, it's palatable, actually. Yeah. Rickard's Red, actually, despite being the one of the oldest faux craft beers around. It's not craft beer at all, by the way. It's uh, it's Molson. It's one of their side projects that they do for fun to try and trick people into thinking that there's variety. So we're totally going to have like great, great support from uh, yeah from, from Molson is, yeah, Molson's on this. board. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Uh, Maybe we won't tag him in this one. <laughs> it's all right. You don't need to do that. No. Um, it's, it, it's an amber ale? Lager? I don't... You tell me. Do they? I, don't, I honestly. It must be an amber ale. They probably classify it as an ale, but when you get to the macro breweries, it all kind of blends together. And what is an ale and what is a lager really depends on, yeah. you know, the chemistry they were using that week. So uh, I, you know, I, I'm assuming it's meant to be an amber ale, um, but it's it, it's not bad. It's actually palatable. It's it's a little sweet. Um, it's got a nice nice aftertaste. It's not overly carbonated like most of Molson's products are. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Um, it's easy drinking. I'm not offended. I'm not exactly excited or aroused. Uh, but, you know, it's... When aren't you, I, I'd be worried if you were aroused right now. <laughs> there, there are uh, some good beers. You'd be surprised. Really? That good? Pretty solid. Yes. Well, I was talking with Rick, and he was saying that he's not a, a, a huge beer drinker. Yeah. And I was telling him, like, you know, I, I've, I've encountered other people who are not big uh, beer drinkers, but I think it's often people don't... Uh, they don't usually try a lot of other beers. What they try are the are the Molsons, the Labatt's, the Coors, yeah. the standard, know, the standard adjunct lagers, yeah, which call. are at every bar, every yeah. every restaurant. Right. But like, there's some like there are some craft beers, even some Ontario ones that are flavorful. Like yeah. there's they, they some of them taste like more like a champagne than they do a beer. Like they're they're just I don't know, they're they're completely different and they're not what you're going to expect from a beer. Uh, to get to that point, though, and to try those, you have to try a few other ones that are probably going to be bad along the way. Yeah, which are tough to swallow. Yeah. Literally tough Literally, to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's something that you, you you have to kind of experiment with. But if you're already not a huge beer drinker, that doesn't Target, seem that great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't want to experiment. I don't like getting punched in the face. So that's why I don't try to box. Are you sure? You uh, maybe you just haven't been punched in the face the right way, Jason. <laughs> or hard enough. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Then you'd forget it ever happened. Exactly. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, it's funny that you said some of them like it would taste like a champagne. On my wedding day, we got into the limo. Me and my wife, neither one of us really drank. So instead of having champagne in there, they had put uh, Seven Up and and some champagne glasses. So we were drinking Seven Up in our champagne glasses at our wedding. Yeah. So classy. Even, yeah, even we're that. Classy. We're classy. We're both classy like that. Me and my wife. <laughs> but you know, really, really, the the champagne probably costs less to produce anyway. So you know, that's yeah. that's not too yeah. bad. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Anyway, Rickard's red. It's okay. It's okay. Yep. That, it's that should be their new slogan. Okay. We won't. We won't die tonight. We won't. We're not being poisoned. So. Well, Mr. Blanchard, I'll let you pour me another one. Oh wow, that was fast. All right. Fast. It was in twenty minutes. I'm, yeah, I'm in, right, I'm, right, yeah, I might no have problem. seen a title. Okay. I'm trying. I'll try to forget it. Uh, so John will be uh, playing. Uh, will be hosting a game here uh, between uh, Rick and I uh, a little bit later on, and I'll let him uh, uh, introduce that later. But uh, yeah, I was just kind of seeing. I saw one of the titles. So I'm going to try to forget it, or don't start off with the first one yeah, off, the, off the list. Don't look at it. I didn't mean to. It just right in front of me. <laughs> All right, so Rick. Uh, yeah. Next, that so uh, any uh, what are your next big shows you're coming? So you are doing drop the mic, but uh, anything else coming up that uh, people might want uh, to go check out? Yeah, well, definitely uh, Brent Butt is going to be in town on December eighth, and that's not something I booked. That's actually the LOL Comedy Festival in Sudbury. Uh, they book shows throughout the year, and uh, they're the ones bringing Brent Butt to town. But they called me and asked me if I'd help them promote it and uh, be the opening act. So I. Uh, it's funny, a week before I, I said I would do this show, I told my wife, okay, I'm not taking any more bookings this year because, you know, I've been away from home quite a bit. And then literally a week later, I get a call from the people at the LOL in Sudbury and said, uh, hey, we're looking for an opening act for Brent Butt. Uh, can you do it? And I had to go, um, yeah, sure, yeah, because <laughs> you're not going to get that opportunity again, you know, to work yeah. with, with, you know, the star Corner Gas and that amazing comedian, even before Corner Gas, before all that, he was you know, one of the top comedians yeah. in Canada, if not, you know, the top. He was phenomenal. So uh, be, to be able to be his opening act, I said, well, yeah, I got to do it. So I called my wife and I said, sorry, I'm going to do another show. And at first she was like, well, come on. I'm with Brent Butt. Yeah, can I meet him? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so everything's cool. Yeah. Is is Brent Butt his real name? I think so. So is that a chicken egg thing? Like how did, so, <laughs> so did he become a comedian because there was Named so Brent much Butt? childhood trauma is it is, like really is that is that one of the you know it became a dark place his yeah. last just, name, just like dr it, brain here in town that's Tim right dr yeah. brain did yeah. he become a doctor because yeah. his whole life he said well you must be smart yeah i, I don't know there's something to that i think and, and also if his first name was doctor already well, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have much of a choice that way you become doctor dr brain i wonder if he always gets like neurosurgery requisitions or something mm-hmm. all the time and he's like i told you guys i'm a podiatrist this isn't what i do <laughs> He's actually he's the guy that's responsible for the Yuck Yuck show on um, on Friday on the 18th of this month. Responsible how so? He's the one who's brought brought in Yuck Yucks to raise money oh, for oh, the wow. ski racers in town. Yeah, so. okay. He had asked me if I would host it, and uh, for you know at no cost because I'm trying to help out the kids. And then uh, he said, I said, well, if I'm available, so he had made up the posters and all that. Then I got a call to perform at the uh, Theater Cambrian where they're paying me, so I had to call him back and say, um, yeah, about that free show. Uh, I can't because I got to go to Sudbury and perform for for money. Right. Not that money is everything, but but it is. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's not too bad. Yeah. I'm sure Doctor Brain I, wouldn't know, disagree. Yeah. yeah. No, and he was cool. He was like, "Yo, no, I understand, man. You got somebody else." So I, Shane Gannon's actually going to host the show. A local comedian. Okay. Who won uh, the comedy competition that I did years ago? He okay. actually won, and he performed for Yuck Yucks, and he's done all kinds of stuff. So he's going to be take my place in town here and host while I go to Sudbury. There you go. So there you go. Cool. And uh, who is going to be at that? You, I know it's not one of your shows, but you know, uh, since you are in that scene, who's going to be at that Yuck Yuck show? It was Ron Jossel that was coming, but um, they had to replace him because he's going to be filming some TV show or something. Okay. So I don't know who they replaced him with. I I don't know. Hmm. I could look it up, though. Well, if you, want to know. you know what? Yeah. They, Do you want to know? Does I was going to say they shouldn't go to that show. They can only go to yours, but they should no, go to No, no, they should go to Yeah, go to yeah. support. Hey, it's, it's for kids, right? The yeah. Ski racers. I think that's awesome that they do it. So. Yeah, for sure. 
So, John, I'll, I'll let you, uh, if you have a question, I'll let you jump in here. Well, hold on. Uh, are we actually recording? Did you press record? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't recording. remember you actually doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 on this. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah? it's recording. You sure? I got my phone. It's clicking record, flashing record. Oh, okay, good. I saw him click it. Yeah, yeah. the okay. light. Oh, it's covered by no, nothing. The, no, there's no light on that. But anyways, it uh, should be recording. If uh, this doesn't record uh, video-wise, we'll release it audio only, uh, which... It's, that, it's a little more prestigious if it's audio uh, only. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It means we have that... Uh, that mass listenership that people will want to listen to just the audio. That's right. It's kind of uh, like Audible, you know, at the beginning of exactly. every audiobook, how it's always like, thank you for listening to Audible. It's, just, it's, it's, it's very, you know, definitely. it's but, very uh, hoity-toity. Uh, so, yes, I, I did click record. Hopefully it does record. If it doesn't... Uh, if it doesn't, oh, well. McGee's fault. He should have been here. Yeah, he should have. Uh, so Where is he? Uh, you know what? He... He's Maybe just a flake. Huge, huge douche just, sometimes. Yeah. It's not, if it's not either about, like, you know, I got to take care of the kids, I got the children. Yeah. Or oh, I've got to be a father. Yeah. Or I got to be out of town for work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. He lets Corey. all this stuff get in the way of. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. Oh, a wife's real responsibility. Yeah, exactly. You know, responsibilities that don't pay or actually just cost us a lot of money <laughs> more than anything. Uh, what a douchebag. Are you saying you're, you're saying this isn't lucrative? <laughs> not at all. Well, hold on. I was under the impression. How are you paying me? Uh, with beer. Oh, well, that's not very good. Well, you're saving money with me because I'm not drinking any. Exactly. So. <laughs> right. uh, but no, uh, so, yeah, if this doesn't work out, uh, sorry for the no video, but it should be well, fine. don't apologize yet. Don't, yeah, don't apologize, apologize until we've got a reason so. to apologize. Uh, and we have uh, picked up a new uh, camera. After uh, you know, Great White uh, North was uh, very uh, nice on letting us pretty, pretty well borrow their camera for the longest time. Uh, without question, really, they just let us take it. Uh, we we've actually uh, now have gone. Well, we've had to eventually buy our own camera, so we did, uh, and we hope it's working fine. Uh, mm-hmm. We did do the live show with it; it looked pretty decent. But uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, we're going to keep uh, plugging away with this on our own. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, the live show. So we did a live show last week. Um, covering the U.S. election. Ugh. Oh, uh, yeah. Saw. Which was lots of fun. We didn't actually get to a point in that show where, where we had actually determined who had won yet, but it was, it was you know, it was, it, it was trending, it trending the wrong way kind yeah. of thing, you know. We um, pre- it was pretty determined, though. Yeah, but now, so this is our first show where we live in a post-Trump, president-elect Trump world. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that a lot of Americans want to move to Canada oh now. Oh, God. We'll know when well, they've taken over. We'll know for well, sure. Hey, if, if, I'll tell you why. Yeah, we're going to be walking in Shoppers Drug Mart, right? And you're going to look to the sign and go, hey, when the hell did they start selling guns here? Yeah. <laughs> then we know yeah, we've yeah. been overtaken That's right. by the Americans. Shoppers Gun Mart. <laughs> so one thing, you know, we have this this one uh, perhaps leader of the Conservative Party who's, who's running to try to be a leader. She wants only individuals in Canada with Canadian values. So would accepting American... Uh, uh, "Quote unquote political sure that refugees would, that would go against her. It should be against her, her beliefs, uh, point of view. Which <laughs> I believe that you know, and you know, this might not be the same point of view that my friend Rick here has. But when someone says uh, Canadian values, I hear we don't like brown people. That's all I hear. <laughs> yeah. That's all I see. And yeah. I think it's, it's I'm not really sure what that means. What are Canadian values? Like it? It really depends on how far back you go, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, because I'm right pretty now, sure Canadian values pre Europeans." Yeah, it was quite was different. a totally different was, landscape. Yeah, quite different, and yes. you know? during the early re- European stuff, kind of a little bit different as yeah, well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, not oh, and not always the best type of values. No, so not always the best. Way. No. And uh, you know, you're looking at you know some some genocidal type stuff that's happened, mm-hmm. and 
you know, and now you're, you know, like Canadian values. Like I've, I know I've mentioned before in arguments with with Corey, uh, you know, Canadian value. Because Canadian value, sorry, Corey is super racist. Just absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No worst. one knows this, but he's actually the most racist person I know. Yeah, yeah. And when he's like misogynistic, when, when, uh, yeah. When he's watching his own children, yeah. he's just reading racist shit no, on the internet. No, That's no. it. That's no. it. Just just empowering his hate the whole time. But uh, it, it teaches his kids to, to like you know uh, duck walk. Like Nazi, Nazi duck walk yeah, was right. horrendous. It's quite the scene. Goose step. What is duck walk? I, I can't remember what the, the word it is. Like, I don't know. Duck walk. I think right. that, that was like a, a, a dry land training thing for hockey. Uh, yeah, goose stepping. Anyways, uh, Corey's going to listen to this later when he's editing this. He's going to laugh. We don't really Probably do not. editing. Probably. We just kind of throw it on. It's kind of too far in the middle. He won't hear this. Yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. He'll skip to the end. You guys don't even listen thing. to your own shows. Oh no! Oh, I can't. So why do you expect other people? Oh, we don't. <laughs> we don't expect anyone. <laughs> this is just for fun. Yeah, exactly. yeah basically. To drink yeah. beer. Yeah. Uh, this but is uh, we're actually not recording hey, right hey. now. By the way, oh, no, yeah. just was, absolutely. <laughs> this is all role playing <laughs> that exists in our weird fantasy universe. We just show up places with mics and cameras, <laughs> yeah. and people are like, "Oh, we guys, oh, we're doing a radio show, or we're doing a podcast, or we're doing whatever." And they're like, oh, "Okay." Well, well, do they give you a discount on the beer if you say that? No, no sadly, nothing. No, they it's totally shitty. Shit. Well, to be fair, we did get free beer once. Not free beer; it was purchased for us one time. Who, Someone was when? Nice. Uh, one individual. Uh, Bought us a beer one time, uh, which was very nice. I wasn't around for that. No, you were not. No, I wasn't. No, you were not. Hmm. But uh, hmm. yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, one one thing you mentioned, I didn't actually know, and I actually want to hear a bit more about this. You said that you wrote two books. Uh, yes. What, what type of, were these? The safety book type things uh, related to policing and whatnot, and, and uh, children's safety, or were they something else? You no, know, no, they were for kids. Uh, the first one was called "The Bully and the Bystander." Okay. And there was five thousand copies printed. And they're all gone. Oh, I can't. Oh. Yeah, five thousand copies gone, and um, you could still read it online if you go to constablebrick.com. It's free for parents to read. It just teaches kids how to report bullying in safe ways if they are being bullied. Mm-hmm. And the second one, actually, I have it right here. Uh huh. It's uh, it's called a good circle of friends. It looks like I had to look at the cover to know what the title was. <laughs> yeah, I it's called. It's, uh, uh, wait yeah. a second. Yeah. Um, Hunting for your glasses. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, a good circle of friends. And it's just a, a little program that I started called SMART. And what I made SMART stand for is stay confident, make healthy choices, advance your education, respect others, and take responsibility. And it's just something I did for uh, grade four students in Timmins. Okay. Uh, well, not just Timmins. I mean, I've, I've, I get calls to do uh, school presentations all over. I've been to Toronto. I've been to Ottawa, smaller communities as well. And I go into the schools and do little talks. And use, my comedy comes in handy because I could, you know, do different voices and stuff like that. So for the kids, and then uh, so this new book uh, is coming out actually on Saturday. The book launch is Saturday morning at ten thirty. So I have to leave Sudbury probably about five thirty to get in town early enough so I can get to the library and launch the book. So that's where you're doing the book launch at the library at the Timmins Public Library. Okay, yeah. And that sorry, repeat that. That's Saturday at ten thirty. Okay. Yeah. And every kid that comes gets a free copy of the book that day. Okay, cool. So which is pretty awesome. Um, it does cost quite a bit to get them all printed. They're all full color. Yeah. But I was lucky enough to get a couple people to sponsor it, so I. I only owe about $1,200 left to, to make my money back for printing the book. And um, so I think it's pretty cool. Schumacher's Lions Club and uh, the D- Dare Timmons helped me out. Um, and then I had a couple other people, uh, Porcupine Springs, you know, uh, Daystar Stitching, Kerr Crane, Pearly Whites Plus. So they all came on board to help me print out uh, some books. And so it's a lot better than last time. Because last time I just paid everything out of pocket. And it yeah. took quite a long time to get my money back, yeah. right, from, from the books. But. So, uh, so what's going to be the cover price on that uh, after uh, this weekend? Uh, five dollars. Okay. Five dollars, and basically just to make my money back. Uh, I don't, I don't write these to make money. I mean, right. it, people think I'm crazy, but it's free online. You know, yeah. you go to my website, you could look at it for free. 
I just want to get the information out to the kids in grade four. And I, I put a little message in for them there because, you know, we teach there in grade six and in grade eight. So wrote, look, we look forward to seeing you in grade six and grade eight. So that way there they it's kind of a precursor to what they're going to learn in grade six and in grade eight. Okay. So, yeah, uh, the only reason I wrote it is funny enough is I had a guy in Timmins uh, named Retro Bill. I don't know if you guys yep. have ever heard of him. Amazing guy. Yeah. He actually is from Los Angeles, and he's got Elvis hair, and he's just bigger than life. It's, he's unbelievable, and it's not a character that he plays. If you ever look at his <laughs> videos, that's him all the time. He's not married, by the way. <laughs> no, he, no, he's not, but he's <laughs> such a great guy. You know, he, he travels around the world. He's the most in-demand motivational speaker for, for kids from kindergarten to grade 12 in Canada and the U.S., huh. and I had brought him up to Timmins, and we were traveling to Sudbury. Uh, this was probably 2008. I figure about 2008. And as we're driving, I was complaining to him that I can't find any new material to bring to the schools. You know, and everything's in English. I can't find anything in French for my French students. And so he looked at me as we're driving. He goes, well, you could draw. And I said, yeah. You could write. I said, yeah. He says, write your own book. And at that moment, I was like, yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll do it. I'll do my own book. And I did. I wrote it out. And a lot of people, it bugs me when people say, oh, we're going to do this. You know what? A lot of people have said, I'm going to do a podcast, mm-hmm. and they don't do it. You guys said you were going to do it, and you did it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's what I, I, I said it was with a my book. Terrible mistake. Well, but, maybe. But, after, but thank you. But at least you. You, you tried. Yeah. You know, you tried, and that's what I did. I did the book after I said I was going to do it, and I told my wife I'm writing a book, and I'm, you know, and I did, and people, the kids loved it, and you know, police officers are using it all over the place, and. Is it? Are, yeah. are they funny? Is it meant to be? Is, no, is there a the, bit of the, comedy injected in there? No, or, well, no? a little bit. I mean, there's. Um, the secondary character is a puppet named Sergeant Short. Okay, he's my partner in the book, and he, uh, yeah, he uh, he can be funny sometimes, especially on the DVD. If you watch uh, the DVD that we released, the Smart Tips with Constable Rick DVD, uh, you know every episode he messes things up, and the kids have to correct him and that okay. sort of thing. So he's he's a funny for the, for the kids, but no, it's a more of a serious book for kids. This one here talks about how important it is to hang out with the right people, mm. and a uh, quote I heard. From uh, actually a former WWE wrestler named Mark Merrow. I don't know if you guys remember Mark Merrow, the wrestler, but he does motivational talks and he said this quote and it stuck with me. He said, You know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future, which is what I kind of thought about when I wrote this book. You know, you uh, hang out with the right people, it makes things a lot easier for you. Yeah. So uh, that's why I did it. Uh, just because Retro Bill said, You could do it. And I said, Yeah, I can. And I, I did it. So it's pretty cool. Hmm. That's a pretty good. Well, I hope that that does well for you, and I hope that it, I mean, not that you're going to cash in, but I hope that it's, you know, well-received, and yeah. I hope that people like it. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Hmm. Awesome. Okay. So, now, uh, this, or do you, or do you want to talk a little bit about let's, the, the police? Let's do, uh, let's, let's do funny, and then we'll get into the, uh, the serious bullshit okay. stuff later. All right. Serious let's bullshit do the fun, for later. Let's do the fun. Okay. Let's, All right. Let's try not to look at the answers. Okay. There's answers. Okay. I don't want to yeah. see the answers. So, let's by the way, we we have no Wi-Fi in here, so I have no visual aids, so I can't I, I can't generate you know stories about things going on in the world or anything like that. Um, so instead, we have it like this. Sounds good. So so what we're gonna do? It's a it's a police movies quiz. So how are you with movies? I think I'm pretty good. I love movies. Yeah. yeah? So yeah. You're, so you're. A big... Is there police academy uh, questions in there? There are questions. Well, okay. So here's the thing. So I've got stats from all these different movies, and. Basically, it's either can you name the movie or can you name the actors in that movie or can you name the directors? The director would probably be tough. That'd be tough. That'd be I, tough. I would yeah. say name the movie, and if you get the act, the, the starring actor, you get an act, a bonus point. Okay, so I'll start with the synopsis then, and I'll tell you the year. And then if no one can get it, then I'll go to the actors, and then I'll go to the director. What if you started with the year? 
Dango synopsis, and do we have to buzz in? Well, you just say whoever answers for it. We don't I, have I buzzers. Say, I say we just, well, instead of buzzing, we just yell our name. Well, you, well I, I know we, your name already, Jason. I know, no, Thank but you. we say Jason. You'll be confusing like, everyone If we here. both start yelling the same thing, it's like, well, I said it first. No, I said it first. No, we, we yell our name, and you say, okay, well, Jason. And then, and well, then you what fight. if we say, ah, and then you, oh, I guess you, yeah, can, you can What if we sound. say, ah, at the same time? Ah. I don't know. Are we, are we going to self-buzz? Yeah, we're going to self-buzz. Ah. We could yeah, like, kind right. of go like, ahooga, or something like that. I don't know. What is that? I don't even know what that is. That just came off. I don't even isn't that like a, I've heard that a weird foghorn or something? <laughs> That's, I, I don't know. There is a sh- it's, Do you ever watch QI? No. No? Okay. No. I don't know what well, that is. It's like, it's like a British quiz show, but they oh, yeah. always have they have different buzzers and they're always a different Oh, maybe sound. that was on there. I don't know. Yeah. So I just want to get this clear. So you're going to say the year of the movie. You're going to say it's, it's this in 2004. This movie is about a boat that crashed in yeah. an iceberg. And we have to guess but Molly no, Brown. But they're, but they're all police related. Okay. And oh, some boy. of them, not all of them though, and it shouldn't give it away in the synopsis, are comedy, police comedies. And awesome. some of them are police dramas. So, okay. you know, we've got a nice mix. I've watched more police comedies, I think, than anything else. That's all right. That's all right. Actually, when I went to the police academy, well, the um, co- police college here in Ontario, yeah. it was very much like the police academy for real, the movie. <laughs> I was like, man, yeah. who am I from police academy at the school? This is fun. <laughs> The sound effects guy. We had, guy. A, ta- we had Hopefully. a tackle. No, I wasn't. But no, we had a tackleberry no. guy there for sure. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah. he was gung ho, man. <laughs> like, Whoa! Uh, and you hope that he never. He's like first day. Did. When do we get guns? Where, do we, where are the guns? When do we get guns? Yeah. Like, oh jeez, let's send that guy home. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So the year is 1998. Two cops team up to get Rush back. Hour. Okay. Well, yes, that is correct. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't buzz in. <laughs> Rush no, no, hour. That's fine. That's fine. So, so the whole thing was two cops team up to get back to kid, a kidnapped daughter of a Chinese consul. So, yeah, good job. Jackie I love Chan. that movie. When he Jackie gets, Chan, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, when yeah. he gets kicked in the face. I don't remember. And he's like, all right, which one of y'all kick me? <laughs> That's the best. Okay. The year is 2012. A pair of underachieving cops are sent back to a local high school to blend in and bring down a synthetic drug ring. Oh, 21 Jump Street. Very good. Damn it. So that's now two to zero. <laughs> I could I could not remember. I knew what it was. I kind of the bloody like, oh, name. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Okay. Jason, you might get this one. The year is 2009. When a shopping mall is taken over by a gang of criminals. Mall, uh, mall cop. Paul Blart. Good Paul, job. Paul Blart Malka. See, I, and I made it sound a little sinister. When a shopping mall is taken over by a gang of criminals, it's up to a covert agent to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> See, I watch the good pop cop shows, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's... Well, cause He's doing that because if you shave my beard and only leave a mustache, he kind of he kind of, of look like, kind of looks like yeah. him. Yeah, even without which is kind of like the him. worst celebrity. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's like you could have been, you know, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, no, Chris Evans. You look like the no. guy from that security guard thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the bubbly oh. idiot. That one. <laughs> oh, Bart. <laughs> yeah. Even the name. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Anyway, okay. The year is 1990. A tough cop is placed undercover and must masquerade as a school teacher in order to find a cop. cop. Oh, ah, I think you got very it. Very good. You got it. Okay, I'll sure. say that that's, yeah, that's one for Jay. Right. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. The year is 1989. Two cops are framed and, with no alibi, must clear their names. Uh... uh Tango and Cash? Good job. Yeah. Really? Ah, Holy boom, man. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. What year was that? 1989. Oh, I was only three so years old. Sylvester Stallone, eh? Yeah. yeah. I was a little bit older than that. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. The year is 1971. Whoa. Ooh. A pair of New York cops in the Narcotics Bureau stumble onto a drug smuggling job with ties to Europe. I would never know that. 71? It's not exactly unknown. No, I would hope not. <laughs> it, it's, not a, it's not an obscure indie film in Greek. Uh, 71. I was negative three years old in 71. Mm. <laughs> Well, you can give us. Uh, well, I was thinking. I'll, I'll give you anyone. Okay. I was negative fifteen years. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so give us the actor names. Yeah, Gene Hackman, Roy Scheider. Ah, oh, see, I think that's Gene Hackman with the mustache. Eh, in that movie, did he have a mustache? I think he had a mustache in that movie. I can't remember. He looks ridiculous. Does Gene Hackman listen to this show? He might. Actually, actually, he might be one of the twelve. Sorry, I can't think of what this one is. I don't know either. It's the French Connection. The French Connection. Okay. 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 Of course there's a mustache. Come on. French <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> French Connection, 1971, mustache. Okay. The year's 1979. A little more recent. And all... Whoop, sorry. In a self-destructing world, a vengeful Australian policeman sets out to stop a Mad violent... Max. Thank you. What is it? Mad Max. Oh, man. It was a comedy, but... It was not a comedy. Yeah, he no, did no. say they were all comedies. You're right. No, they're not. They're not all yeah. comedies. You're kicking my butt, I think. That's four, two. You're, you have four? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Coming back, son. Jeez. Okay. I got the first two, and then that's it. Okay, 1968. And then, then we'll get a little newer again. <laughs> An all-guts-no-glory San Francisco cop becomes determined to find the underworld kingpin that killed the witness in his protection. I have no idea. The hint is San Francisco. San Francisco Cop. I don't know. Is that a title? No. It has one of the most well-respected chase sequences ever filmed. Car chase. Duel? No, No, not duel. (laughs) I can't. No. I don't know either. Bullet with Steve McQueen. Bullet. I've never seen it. No? i got to watch more classic movies, I guess. Bullet's actually pretty solid. Is it? And that's what solidified the Dodge Charger as, like, the car, you know. And that's doing, like, they're going up over the hills. jumping over the hills, and it lands, and you see, you know, the axles buckle. Hello. Hello, guys. Live studio audience is talking to us. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yes. exactly. Beer bullshit. <laughs> See? One of the 12. Exactly. <laughs> one, one of the apostles. Gene Hackman and this guy at Gibby's <laughs> That's right. bar. Okay, so the year is 1988. An incompetent police detective must subvert an attempt to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. Nick again. Nick again. Oh, oh. See, I knew it too, but I didn't say it fast enough. Okay, okay. Can I even come back now? Am I like done? How many? Yeah, how you many might, more do we got? I, here? I don't know. How, how, how do, long do you want to go? Let's do. Uh, well, let's make it. He can at least get back. So four more. Four more. Four more. But it's got to be a clean sweep. It's got to be okay. <laughs> you get one more. You're the winner, man. Okay. So the year's 1984. Lethal weapon. No. Okay. A group of good-hearted misfits enter the police ranks. Police but, academy. Good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was kind of a gift. Yes, Thank you. A little bit. Okay, the year is 1987. The straight-laced and by-the-book detective must work with his more laid-back partner to solve a series of crimes linked by a calling card. Beverly Hills Cop 2, no? Mm -hmm. No, that's the one. That's not Lethal Weapon? Mm -hmm. No. 
So, so a buddy cop with one guy buy a book and one not buy the book? That's not a <laughs> isn't, usual isn't buddy cop Isn't that weird? Movie? Isn't that strange? <sighs> they really mm. took a gamble with that. Okay, Is there a Turner card. and Hooch? No, that's a dog, so... I don't know. The dog. <laughs> the dog was the straight-laced guy or cop. Isn't that Turner? That was a yeah. police yes. show, yes. Yeah. That's the one where he, wasn't it the guy was dead and he had to take the dog and the dog? I think so. I don't the, remember. The, the do- yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So. I can't. Uh, well, I, I guess. We both guess. We both Okay. 1987. Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Dragnet. Thank Dragnet. you. Good job. All right. So. Where are we at? Five to four. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was a good movie, too. Yeah, that is actually cool. But there's something... They're so so similar half the movie, so it's tough. Every buddy cop movie is the same. There's always the... Okay. Okay. The year is 1998. In a desperate attempt to prove his innocence, a skilled police negotiator accused of corruption and murder takes hostages in a government office... The negotiator... Got it. <laughs> All right, let's do the last one. One, one, one. Oh, there's a lot. One more. Okay. Just to see. Here's 1987. In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally... Beverly, Beverly, no. Oh, no. RoboCop. Oh, Robo- okay. oh yeah. Right. So much I love RoboCop. Technically, Delta City, not Detroit. Well, yeah, exactly, been- <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was filmed in Detroit, though, right? That's yeah. But it, yeah. And it was it's that Detroit gets sold to whatever company. Yeah, and it's yeah. OCP Delta renamed. City. Yeah. yeah, OCP, there you go. Yeah. Which, I, I think we were talking about, did we talk about this on the on the podcast last time, or were we just talking about this ourselves, because we, we talk about a lot of dumb stuff, about that, the, that's true. the robot that RoboCop had to fight. Yeah. Like, like the big one. Yeah, with the stairs. Kills everyone, destroys everyone. <laughs> The way he beat him was to go downstairs. That's right. <laughs> Forget anything else. And this thing, I remember the scream. Like I think they recorded like a, a jackal screaming or something. It's like the yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. yeah, weirdest sound in the world. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little unnerving. A little and what weird. happened to this robot afterwards? Like, obviously, it could run for probably countless years or days. I don't or, know. Or batteries whatever. died or still something. sitting in the bottom of the stairs, just kind of. Still doing the same thing. Well, didn't he blow one up? At, is it the same one that he blows up at the end, or was there another one? I guess they had built That's a couple. Because remember at the end one. when he goes back to the OCP building, yeah. and he takes out that big, yeah, and he blows up the top of one before he goes up. And so yeah, that might maybe the same one. Maybe, maybe it's got the same up. one. Who it's knows? Been a long time since I've seen RoboCop. I'm sorry to say. Have you seen a new one? I haven't. Neither have no. I. I don't want to really see it. It's, have, it's pretty good. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It's not as good as the original. Yeah. Like, they, they they played with it though, right? Like they changed they changed some stuff. Some yeah. stuff is which is good. I mean, you know, it should and, be and the this same. one's PG thirteen, so it's not as violent as uh, mm-hmm. the other one. Was so violent, it was so over the top that I think it kind of went over. Like the R rating was there, but it was so out there that I, you know, I watched it as a kid, and it, yeah. it just seemed so out of. It didn't seem real, so. But I think that was kind of the appeal, wasn't it? That's what it, it was. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it was it was the kind of strange, overly graphic, weird. Uncomfortable 80s sci-fi, however you want to yeah. qualify that. But uh, have, have we lost the camera? Losing connection because a battery is dying. We can try to throw the other one in. The, the light's off. Yeah. So uh, we do have another battery in the okay. in a box. So we will uh, we'll take a quick uh, quick little break here, guys. Ah, okay. Well, we'll keep talking. Uh, or no, we'll take a break. This way we can uh, I can re-pour some beer and we can uh, continue on. So we will take a quick little break. All right. Leave it. Record. Awesome. I'm gonna see someone has a church. Okay, so RoboCop. You need an adapter for this. Yeah. You ever see RoboCop two? 
Yes, I have. And three, don't watch three. Two is pretty bad, but three is. I'm not sure if I've seen three. Oh, don't. They made it PG for kids, and nah. he gets a he gets a jetpack, and what? yeah, it's bad. Part two is okay there with Kane. All right, we're back. I'm not sure uh, exactly where the uh, our camera died. Uh, but I, I think it was not long before, but we'll still have audio, so we'll yes. just have a picture. Maybe maybe soothing visuals. There you go. Or soothing something. visuals like what? Pic- I don't know, pictures oh. of goats in weird states. <laughs> Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> I don't know if that's soothing. <laughs> it, it's something. That stresses a lot of people yeah, out, yeah, I, I, think, think so. I think, actually. So I do apologize anyone who was uh, uh, listening uh, or watching, or who, anyone who was watching and that happened. Uh, whatever. We're back. We got the camera going. Less uh, Actually, John, uh, just in case, I don't want this to be happening again, uh, see if you can get me an iPhone plug. I'm going to pu- plug this iPhone in as well because I'm hoping that maybe this connection with the camera might not screw things up or something that will fit the new iPhone. Not, not, is it old iPhone connection? That's new iPhone right there. That one. Yeah, it's called a lightning port, Jason. I have no idea what they're called. Give me a break. Freaking nerd. Anyways, John and I used to live together. Uh, hated, hated every moment of yeah, it. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it, was yeah. it awful? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I was his surrogate dad for a while, and, you know, it was just strange, strange situation. Yeah, but, that's uh, what it was. Anyway, okay, so, so we're done our little cheese ball game. So, yeah, now, okay. Serious that issues. Though. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, well... Me bring us up, you bring us up. I'll bring it Go up. Ahead. All right, we we, have... uh, we talked about it real quick uh, before uh, we started the podcast. Uh, so we'll get into the serious stuff uh, right now. What I is guess your opinion? Your on opinion suffering. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> we're not uh, in the states, uh, so we're seeing a lot of. Uh, uh, we've seen a lot of uh, kind of uh, upheaval and political backlash of a police brutality, police, uh, you know. Uh, shootings, all this stuff, and now there seems to be a uh, huge backlash against uh, the police service itself from from the public. Uh, do you? What, what, first, I guess, what is your opinion on that? Do you think uh, it is a merited uh, backlash, and uh, do you think that uh, uh, it is something? Made, well, just you know, what's your opinion on that? Do you think that is a merited backlash? Let's start with that. Well, you know, a lot of times people just see what the media shows, mm-hmm. right? And things get shared and. and Sometimes out of context, you'll see something happen after whatever happened before. So a lot of times, you know, and hey, I'll, I'll be first to say that there are police officers that mess up. Yep. We're human. Everybody messes up. And unfortunately for police, you know, when you mess up, a lot of times are people are recording it or it's going to have an effect on somebody's life. So I totally understand why people, you know, get upset with police and all that sort of thing. I will say, though, in Timmins, we're very fortunate because uh, most of the community supports all, all the stuff that we do. Um, you know, I've been at uh, scenes where I've had to, uh, uh, you know, guard a scene for a long time. I've had people bring me coffee, bring me things. Just driving by, I said, I saw you sitting there guarding the scene, so here you go, man. Just want to bring you some donuts. Do you ever check Thank if you it's... for the donuts. If it's poison, do you ever check that? <laughs> no. No? Okay. No, but they brought me... And, you know, there's one lady in town. She brings uh, at the police station almost weekly all these baked goods and stuff. So we're very fortunate. But our, I, I read it online and... You know, when, when one police officer messes up, it kind of makes all police officers look bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that's very frustrating because I, I really try to put a good image. And I know a lot of police officers that try to put a good image for police officers. 
But when one messes up, I think, man, all that work to make police officers look like the good guys, especially to kids. And then when somebody does something and all of a sudden all that is gone, we got to start all over and try to build trust up again and stuff. So I, uh, I, I totally understand, you know, you see stuff online or on Facebook and people, you know, a police officer messes up, it'll be shared on Facebook, you know, a million times, but a police officer helps a kid, you know, that might be shared a thousand times instead of a million times. So they're going to see a lot more of the negative stuff than the positive stuff, but there is way more positive stuff in policing. Yeah, definitely. Way more than we see online. And uh, I worked uh, the road this summer with a great bunch of officers here in Timmins. And, uh, you know, I I don't work the road very much because I'm in the schools most of the time. And when I worked the road this summer, they were busy. It was unbelievable. I really don't know how they keep up with their reports and with all the calls. I'm lucky. When I got back to community service in September, I took three days to catch up on all my reports. But they don't get that time because there's always new calls coming in. So I don't know how they do it. They're amazing to me. Um, but like I said, I totally get it. You know, when you see those things online, it uh, it bothers me too when I see that, uh, you know, police being aggressive. And, you know, it, I think it's different in the States than in Canada a lot of times. Um, in the States, maybe a lot of them in those areas, wherever they're working, they really have to be aggressive mm-hmm. to, to stay safe themselves. Yeah. And uh, their top priority is to get home uh, at the end of their shift, same as us. And, uh, yeah. So, of course, the stakes are higher in the states, right? Because everyone potentially can be packing. packing yeah, you never know. Yeah, so that that throws a whole wrench into every. I mean, uh, that could happen here as well. But I, I, I'm Not assuming that, it's it's a yeah. lot less frequent, and yeah. uh, you know, it kind of changes the it does psychology definitely. behind the whole thing. You know, even policing in Toronto compared to policing in Timmins, yeah. man, that would be quite a, quite a difference there as well. You know, in Timmins, people, you know, even. I've, I was a police, I've been a police officer for 16 years. I really, okay, I've only worked the road about three of those 16 years, yeah. but I've barely ever had to get physical with somebody. They've always, you know, put your hands behind your back and they've always done it. And I used to, I remember I, when if people would start um, talking back, just saying something like, look, whether or not you fight or not, you're going to be coming in. So if you fight, you're going to get more charges against you right now. I'm trying to help you out. Let's just deal with it. And I've had a lot of them go, yeah, you know, you're right. Or I've had people... You know, when uh, I let them vent, I let them talk and talk and talk. And then when they're done, I'll ask them, are you done? Can I, can I speak now? And I start talking. And as soon as they start trying to speak over me, I'll go, wait, wait, wait. I listen to you, so you please listen to me now. You know, I showed you respect, show me the same respect. And they'll, yeah, sorry. And then, so it, it all depends on how you approach the situations mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But like I said, you know, there's, there's bad teachers, there's bad podcasters, there's bad... I, is right that, here. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> Hold on a minute. But the vast majority of police officers are good people trying to do good for, for their community. Yeah. And I know pretty much every police officer here in Timmins, and they all have big hearts, and they are, they are trying to do their best to help out the community. So, But I want to, you know, for anybody in Timmins, I want to thank them because we do get a lot of support. And the, the school programs that I do, man, so many people support dare and the dare smile cookie campaign that tim hortons puts on for us yeah that sells so much i like to think it's because of dare but maybe it's because of the cookies are so good or maybe it's maybe it's a mixture of both you know people want to support it and the cookies are good so we get so much support in the community that you know i I appreciate it from from everybody all the schools all the parents everybody and do you think that well okay wait actually hold on sure i thought while you're talking continue you got another question wait wait, wait. What do you think about body cams? Yeah. For for me, I, I, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, um, 
just is there an issue of cameras in the school zone when you're going to kids all the time? No, sorry. <laughs> well, that, yeah, for, for me, I don't know. I mean, if they want to, it'd be kind of boring for people watching this, but watching yeah. me teach. Yeah. Wow, that kid is passing out. Look, wait, pause, pause it. Yeah. And I've heard officers that are against it and some that are for it. And yeah. to me, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, if you want to, I, I, actually, I think it would protect us more than anybody else. Yeah. yeah, because it's he said, she said, or he said, he said, or she said, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, often it's because. The police officers in the position of power, off people by default kind of go, you know, no, you know, they've got something to lose. They must be making this up, that kind of thing. Where yeah, if there's video. If, if you've got video evidence, it's hard to. I know some officers that are against it, and I don't know what Timmins Police stance is on it. This yeah. is my own personal yeah, yeah. No, thoughts on it. Of course. That I think it'd be a good idea. And if I was on the road, I would wear it, and I'd, I'd love to wear it because that way there, there'd be no questions. You right. know, if somebody wants to put a complaint against me and say, hey, let's go watch the video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I uh, kind of the same vein. I think it's interesting now that we're seeing, and maybe it's it's the the I guess the culture that's happening in the states revolving around this this police backlash. But it's like you have these individuals going to cops and almost instigating them yeah. while recording it, yeah. saying you can't do anything. You know, yeah, while they've got a, a phone in their blah. face. Yeah, yeah, they got a phone in their face, or and you don't see what happened before the video. Yeah, and you know, it's like, oh look, it's, they're going after this this guy. It's like. And half the time, I, I see so many videos, and like someone comes in the back and punches the cop. Yeah. And the cop turns around and takes it to him. Like, yeah, like that cop first doesn't know if if, if he's going to be attacked and that's going to be you know he's going to be killed or not. And, and also, if someone punches you in the back yeah. of the head, like come <laughs> it on, there's <laughs> like a billy club somewhere. Yeah. But like it's it's I, I don't I think it's interesting. People almost seem to be that they want to be the the victim. And they're trying to like, oh, no, I'm going to be the well, victim think, on this, and here we go. Let's start this. Well, I think Let's, it's the empowerment from having having the camera, right? You feel as if, look, I can test the system now, right? Test right. the waters. Plus, plus, they put that online. They get all these people watching it. Yeah. And and so, I mean. Edit out the first again, 15 it's seconds. Like, it's yeah. almost like podcasters. You know, they want people to listen and to watch them, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll Maybe do Maybe that's what you guys should anything. do for your next show. Get a call to punch us? Just get, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, record, record yeah. now. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Beer and Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we're being attacked by a cop right yeah. now. Look at all the blood. <laughs> yeah. Take think about serious, the, think about the ratings, though. I, know. <laughs> I always thought if I, if I was able to get the, the, the mayor to punch me, that would be serious yeah. ratings. Yeah. You share that, like, you know, mayor punches. Especially especially if you wore a shirt that said the taxpayer and it was all there symbolic. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I say uh, that too much, eh? Have you noticed that? Awesome. Ah, well, that's hey. my. That's my. It's all right. I have like three default words that I say all the time, and yeah. I try to agitate the shit out of everyone. Cunnilingus so. is one of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's a tough word to say. Yeah. I actually don't like it. You, you said it pretty good there. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've been practicing. <laughs> Not <laughs> just just the word. <laughs> Guaranteed, just the word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's not too many women out there looking for somebody who looks like Paul Blart. Or not is that what many. You're saying? Not many. I somehow tricked one. Yeah. Uh, you don't see all the all the me. Tinder profiles looking for a Kevin James type. <laughs> you know what I'm missing? I'm missing a King of Queens type of guy in my life. <laughs> uh, which is weird. He was in that show. Yeah. Uh, where he was a essentially UPS driver, and he was overweight as shit. You would assume that guy would be skinny. You're carrying packages everywhere. You're you know. You're deli- like delivery. You never see an overweight male guy. Like they're always in great shape. Yeah, they're walking true. everywhere. They're walking How is everywhere. that guy so out of shape? I never understood that. Well, you know, it's and his the illusion. Wife, his wife was smoking hot, which made no sense. 
yeah. but that's but that's, it, was, it was TV. Yeah, yeah that's TV. the TV. That, that's the trope, right? No, but it's bullshit. The the fat, useless <laughs> husband and and the super hot wife, and you know, I mean, I'm sure that exists somewhere in the world, but not frequently. I don't think. Uh, Speaking of which, the other guys, which was on here, isn't that where Will Ferrell has the super hot wife? Yes, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't actually seen it. But no, it's no, actually it's not that bad. It's yeah. not that bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 some yeah. solid jokes in there. It's that's got Samuel L. Jackson in The Rock as well. Yes, they die right to be good. Fantastic. Uh, spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so much of a spoiler. Half the first ten minutes. It's not a huge spoiler. Uh, now it's ruined. Ruined. Uh, yeah. But uh, I liked. It. I actually thought it was a pretty funny movie. It's yeah. actually. Uh, Sol- solid, stupid jokes. It's like a Step Brothers type of humor. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm, I don't think you're a fan of, right? Eh, it's all right. I, I love, I, it. I, I, I love I, that I humor. I struggle a bit. I, a little, I don't know. I have, I have a hard time with comedy I, in general because I'm dead inside. So yeah. I like yeah. Will Ferrell, but I kind of like him more in small little, like a whole movie. Like I like when he was Frank the Tank mm-hmm. on... Um, old School. Old School. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was awesome. That was yeah. his best role for me. That was pretty good. So, yeah, that was a good you, one. It's... He can be the Will Ferrell character and not be it's, – it's, it doesn't get played out so much. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite was, I think, Anchorman only because it was the least Will Ferrell – I mean, apart from when he's being really goofy, but most of the time he's actually kind of playing the straight guy yeah, yeah. to everyone else's goofy shit. So, Have you seen that book? The book. He's got a book written by uh, – what's his name on the show again on Anchorman? Uh, Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Ron, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I there's, really? a there's, a ri- there's a book written by Ron Burgundy. Yeah, and on the front it says, uh, you know, something like this book is amazing, Ron Burgundy. Like he <laughs> he put his own quote yeah. on the front of the book. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. awesome. John, I want to try another one of these chargers here because why is that not to go, go in? Great pod here, great pod. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, but just like the wall part, we, 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 we <laughs> is that? <laughs> what is an that? early '90s serial cable here? Um, was another like wall section? No. Oh well. No, well, no, that's it. We'll see what happens. Why we'll this see. isn't working? No, it's not working. Well, you know, can't help you, Jason. Well, it says I got ten uh, percent. But shouldn't it keep? It should keep recording, it regardless. Should. If, should. Like we can look at the light. If the light's still on, we'll know we're okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If not, well, back to a then, photo. Uh, then <laughs> you know. <laughs> then good night. <laughs> that's it. Anyway. Well, no, uh, I, I do think it's interesting. The whole. Uh, well, I, I think it's kind of scary more than anything. How I, I find what's more scary is not. Well, it is horrible that you know the police brutality is having some of these you know southern states or, or states period. Some are in Illinois, I guess, not really southern, uh, southern from us. Uh, I think that's interesting, but or scary. But I find it's more scary. I find it's the it's the people trying to be the victim. I just find I don't understand the mentality behind that on wanting to be out there and. You know, lure a cop into punching you in the face or whatever. I, I I don't get it. Is it is it a is it that these people have been victimized and they they want to show that there is a victimization happening, or are they you know, let's be the next YouTube sensation or Facebook sensation? I just it just drives me nuts. I don't. I I I get so pissed off and actually I see it and I first I automatically assume in default to this person's crazy. They're just. They're just doing this to get a video. Yeah, but I think it's just people with an attitude problem, and now you have a new outlet. Yeah. So previously you wouldn't be able to do that because you wouldn't have your your phone or whatever recording tool on you to mm-hmm. record this interaction. So you know you want you might not pursue it. But I mean, it's the same people that might you know 
starts screaming at a newscaster on the street or you know what it, it's it's the same sort of thing people that want to antagonize and, and put on a show I think I think I think most of the time they're trying to get attention yeah, yeah. it's yeah well, a call for help in some way I guess <laughs> so I've never had anybody do anything like that to me yeah. or nothing I've had people recording me while I was doing my job and I just let them record all right yeah. go ahead like you yeah. know you're gonna be bored. Well, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. you know? so, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's frustrating for for police officers too. But it um, comes with the job. We, I mean, every police officer knows that there's people out like that out there, and every police officer knows that sometimes people are going to fight back if they don't want to get arrested. So they still got into that line of work, and they do the best that they can. And yeah, that's what it is. Well, you kind of answered a bit uh, this a bit before, but like, what is your what is your thoughts on uh, in Timmins? Do you think that overall it's a a very good and safe uh, uh, space and safe situation for for police in in Timmins? Uh, it, I mean, there's always going to be danger because you never know. Yeah, um, you might have somebody who's suffer, you know who has a mental breakdown, or you never know. But by far, the majority of people are very respectful and and, and good in Timmins. So it's it's a good place to work for for police officers. Are, are you able to share what the biggest problems are here from the perspective of a police officer? Is that something you can... I don't know if I should say it on this podcast. You, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I'm just thinking, you know, alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol, oh. man. And like impaired driving specifically or just no. alcohol and everything that comes with it? Everything that comes with it. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Man, you know, I just... A lot of calls where, you know, people are drinking too much and making poor choices. And right. I've arrested people, you know, that were intoxicated. And the next day, having them wake up in the cell and go like, what did I do? Yeah. Well, this, this, and this. I'm like, well, I gotta go to work. So you're not going to work right now. I can call your boss for you if you like, but this is it. You know, that'd yeah. be a tough call. <laughs> yeah. and, and they so go like, really? Like, so you know, I, and I've had. It's, there's just some people that can't, shouldn't be drinking. Mm, Other people, yeah. I have nothing against people who drink. Hey, you drink responsibly, man. Good for you. That's good. But people that just drink too much, and every time you drink, you fight. Yeah. You know, maybe you shouldn't drink. Yeah. You know, maybe you should learn from that, but. Some people just don't learn. And most of the community is good. Like even online, you know, there's always going to be the same people kind of bad-mouthing police for every little thing online. But uh, – oh, sorry. Yeah. But uh, by far the people, you know, give you an example. You know, in the Daily Press before, you you could leave comments, right, and you're anonymous. So I did a presentation. This And this was like something. So I did a presentation at the Timmins Public Library for Halloween safety. Okay, so then they did an article. The newspaper came and Constable Rick helping kids stay safe on Halloween, this whole nice little. And then the first comment was, Constable Rick's an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Does he think kids are stupid? They know this stuff. And I was like, man, like, I can't believe we pay. He wrote, I can't believe we pay this guy for this. (laughs) And I remember thinking, man, you know what? That was my day off. I went in on a Saturday on my day (laughs) off. Yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah. You know what, though? That guy wrote that. And, uh. I think it was Louis Castar oh, at the yeah. time. Oh, <laughs> yes, the, yes, yes. The like infamous troll. Yeah, well, he was. Fantastic. I don't know who he yeah. is, but but you know. And then underneath that, though, a lot of people started supporting me. Yeah, which was awesome. I thought, yeah. oh man. And they were like, man, this guy's awesome. My kids love him. He's a good role model. And so they just buried him with you know positive comments. So that's yeah. kind of what I look at at Timmins. There's like a couple that do you know say these horrible things, and but most people say, hey, they're doing their job. And yeah, well. You're, you're laughing about these trolls. I actually rec- – someone told me, someone who was in the know told me that a lot of these people who used to be on the Timmins Press page as trolls. Before they shut down comments. Yeah, six or s- too much yeah, of a cesspool. Six or seven of them that were the most common ones was actually the same person. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's what I heard. That Responding so, to themselves. Yes. Yeah. And so, like having arguments with themselves, which which is pretty <laughs> awesome. Actually, <laughs> that is there is an issue that there's a mental issue yeah. for sure. But maintaining but, that those multiple internal yes, narratives. That's pretty good. Like, like you this. Can, oh, now this is my opinion, and this is my <laughs> stance. Okay, this is my my super lefty stance, my super yeah. righty stance. I gotta go at each other. Like yeah. this gonna be great. But like just the time spent on. It. And yeah. do you think this guy was working or girl or whoever it was? Like this was during your job. There was job? no time. Yeah, how would they yeah. be able to work? And I, I, I remember after I read that those comments there on on I did a comedy show at Terry High School. I guess maybe it was the first Timmins Comedy Festival or maybe before. Uh, I had brought that up. I said, you know, I, I said some of the comments. And I said, are you here tonight? Like Louis Castar and all those guys. I forget the other names. <laughs> are you guys here? And some of them were because the next day the article on the comedy show, they start, hey, we were famous last night. And we talked about us on the show. And so. Uh-huh. I love so, it. Yeah. Well, that's shifted. And I know we've talked about it before but on, to the face, Facebook pages and different Facebook pages in the town. It shifted to that, which I guess is kind of nice in a way because the trolls – don't have the anonymity anymore. They're essentially like now they should they, – they, they have their profile usually. Uh, some of them, you know, you, you can't see. Some of them are fake profiles or whatever. Or they kind of hide themselves in it. Yeah. But I guess you, you, that is now hidden. But I thought it was interesting. I've seen people be called trolls now online on Facebook. And then they get upset being called the trolls. Like, no, I'm not. It's like – no, no, it's not that. We're, you not calling, we're not calling you the. We're not calling you the creature. We're yeah. calling you. We're not you, saying you live under a bridge. The way you're acting is you're acting like an internet troll. I don't think they understand the difference. Yeah. There, but they get mad. Yeah. I'm not a troll. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen people post that troll from Dora the Explorer on those. <laughs> I'm the grumpy old troll yeah. who lives under the bridge. <laughs> and it, 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 it's amazing because you have these people. It, it, it's always the the vocal minority, of course. Yeah. But, you, but you have these people, and it's these. Like you said, you know, five or six who keep showing up and just naysaying absolutely everything, whether it's a valid point or not, yeah. is really insignificant because it just has to be a problem. Everything but has to be a problem. It's fantastic. Like, I I will take, you know, I'll take my break, my 15 minute break, or on lunch, and I'll pull up my phone and I'll go check stuff out. That is the only time, by only the way, time. on I'm his never, break. On I'm never, ever on work yeah, hours. You know, because when you're on the clock, you will not, never do that. Absolutely not. Never. 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 never not once. I won't check my email. No. Nope. I won't check anything. No. So it's funny. Well, I'll jump <laughs> on. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Well, yes, that's that's part of the title of this uh, of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, that, like, but it's funny. I'll I'll jump on and I'll say, oh, let's go see. You know what was said. And often I'm looking to see, like, oh, did the video or the post we put on about the podcast did it get any traction on the uh, on a certain pages? Because I'd like to see if any trolls hit it. Because that makes me feel good when a troll yeah. goes at it. Uh, and I'll go read some of the articles or some of the posts, and it's the same people, and they're commenting nonstop during the day, every day, and it's like. I hope you're, you know, on shift work or something, and this is, you know, you're, you have this whole time off because it really seems like you're just at home all day, yeah, commenting on this stuff. Or maybe you're at work and you're just on your phone and you're you're commenting the whole time. And who's your boss? Because I want that guy as my boss. Because I want to be a good sit, job. Yeah, just sit on Facebook all day. But it's insane sometimes. Well, what was impressive? So you can see all the metrics on the Facebook page of beer and bullshit, right? Of you know what our likes are and yeah. what's trending and what's tracking and whatever. Um, and the day that we posted the mayor yeah. interview, we got s- nine page dislikes within an hour. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that, and you, and you can also see how people disliked your page, whether it was like them closing their account, which isn't really a dislike, or, or whether they actually went to your page and clicked the button and said no more. And they were all that. They yeah. were all. They all went and clicked the button, which really? to me is like a lot of effort. You know, yeah. I, I have to see some pretty sketchy shit before I actually go to a go you would find just ignore the page. It. Yeah, yeah. just be like. Ah. But you actually go to the page and you click the button. Like I will see no more of this nonsense. But yeah, no. Like within an hour of posting the uh, the mayor interview, we, uh, we lost I, nine I think, people. You know, people. So, but you were down to three. Is that what you? Mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. we've made them back since. Oh, the, good. So Perfect. we're back up to twelve. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thanks. I think. <laughs> I think uh, you know everybody has an, they're entitled to their opinion. Yeah. I don't mind reading. You know, even as comedians, like uh, CTV did a story on. Um, Brent Butt coming to Timmins, and I'll be opening for him. And there was one comment on CT on the CTV Facebook page that said about me, "This guy is the opposite of funny. What a loser!" <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome. You know, yeah. I'd like to keep all those negative. Every time somebody writes negative like a stuff, book. Like, yeah. you know, even just like you know, have you ever seen mean tweets? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, yeah. To do one Timmins edition, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't mind that though. People have a right to. Oh yeah. Well, right. they can bitch and they can do whatever they yeah. want. And I mean, I I don't read it a lot of times. Like, yeah. if I start reading it, if it's just negative, negative, I got. Or if I have a friend on Facebook that just always posts negative things, I just unfriend them. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see you know negativity all the time. Yeah. So. And to be fair, like some of the I guess the I guess our negative comments, like we, we received some negative comments or messages, but like the people were still somewhat open minded about it. Like they yeah. were like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I don't agree with this. I think this is you guys were wrong on this, but you know what? Awesome that you're trying this. Blah blah blah. Which was great. Those others who are just like, screw you guys, you guys are douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Which we're I'm super happy to get once again. Those are those are exciting. That's all I want. Yeah. Is yeah. That. <laughs> but uh, no, it's 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 interesting. And I and yeah, I'm I'm you know, we're doing this as a bit of a labor of love. Uh we and we're just doing it for fun really. Uh so I guess that's probably why I really I don't. feel like love is a strong word to use. Yeah, so a labor, a labor, <laughs> a, a labor. Like? It's a labor. There you go. Yeah. So like it's yeah, we're just doing it for fun. You know, we're just having a good time. Uh, so like you know, if people, some people don't like it, then you know, hey, you can screw off. But if you know, I, I, I the thing I the thing that drives me nuts, or what, what I think would probably hurt me more if I was trying something, uh, you know, like I was doing something policing wise or whatever, and people are going out there just naming comments, but just to be douchebags, I think I'd be more pissed off about it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they're just going to be a-holes no matter what, regardless of what what's going to be. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would take it. I think you're, you're a bigger man and better man than I am. I, I would probably be. Well, you have pissed. to be because you're a police officer. Yeah. So, and know, a comedian. Hope, hope, yeah, Those right. are two of the things that people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You've got to be ready to take some heat. So we're talking about trolls and all that. But, like, so have you, you know, and on the comedy side, have you encountered your hecklers and how, or, and have you dealt with them? How did you deal with them? And have you seen on your being, you know, going to these shows and, you know, not when you're watching the other guys on, have you seen how some of them dealt with hecklers and what was the best way they dealt with one? I've had a couple, but not, I mean, usually shut them down pretty easily. Usually it's the drunk guy, yeah. so it's easy to, to shut him down. If, if it's a show here in Timmins could and you, somebody's sorry, heckling. Could you just arrest someone? No. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be badass. fantastic? Be badass. <laughs> Someone's yeah. really agitating you and it's like, well. I told you. <laughs> You're under arrest. <laughs> no, in town here, when there's hecklers, and if they keep going, I'll ask them to stop, because as, not as the organizer, and if they continue, I'll get them to leave. I'll give right. them their money back. Say, here, yeah. you can go. Yeah. But, um, I haven't really seen any heckler really get the best of a comedian. Yeah. 
anywhere. It doesn't seem like a general, except for the Kramer scenario. That, that, yeah. That, yeah. that is yeah. the one exception where it all kind of yeah. went sour, I think. <laughs> but, I mean, these guys, like, like a, you know, Derek Edwards and all, they don't get hecklers yeah. because, I mean, they're, they're so good. How, how, nobody's going to want to say anything yeah. to yeah. them. So the comedians I've had in town, I've never really – I had one show um, when I first started. It was at Nikki's Sports Gallery. And there was these two girls who kept trying. I guess they, I don't know if they were just wanting to get attention. These two younger, younger girls, like well, the younger, they were of age because it's a bar, but they looked young well, to may, me. May, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. They were you know twenty or whatever, uh-huh. and they kept just you know going on and on and on. And um, finally, I think it was my my partner uh, Rick Beaulieu. I don't know if you yeah. guys know Coco. Rick Beaulieu. Yeah. Nope. Coco. Co- everybody calls him Coco. What? Yeah, we used to be a comedy duo together. We're both named Richard. Okay. So we were known as the two dicks. Okay. Right? <laughs> and uh-huh. our, our show was called Live and Uncut. Yeah. So I, Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, a lot of material that I won't do anymore like because it was just, you know, pretty pretty raunchy back then. And yeah. I don't do that kind of stuff anymore, but yeah. he was phenomenal. He's such a good guy. And uh, these two girls were just trying and trying. And uh, he basically looked down at them. And we kept asking him to be quiet. And the whole crowd was like, shut up, to these two girls. And he looked down. And he says, hey. Iroquois Falls called. They want their hookers back. <laughs> and that was like, they were like, yeah. And they high-fived each other and they went and sat down. I guess they just wanted. They high-fived each other? Yeah. Oh. They thought that was great. And they were like, like, finally, the Iroquois Falls prostitutes union is on the <laughs> yeah. map. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, he was, he's quick. Solid union, though, I yeah. gotta say. Well, I, I think they just wanted a, a reaction is yeah. what they were looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got it. And then they went and they sat down. and Yeah. So and they they apologized to us after the show. Yeah. Well, hey, well maybe that's the people that that assault cops with their. Yeah. Maybe they that just want they just want a reaction. <laughs> they just want a reaction. They just yeah. want something to happen, and they're not sure what that might be. Yeah. Which may involve going to jail. I don't know. <laughs> but but I, I haven't really had. I mean, I've seen it. Well, okay, the one comedian I saw was uh, he had a heckler through the whole show. He was uh, an opening act at um, Club Fifty Four. And he kept trying to say, and this one guy in the front kept heckling him and heckling him, and so my, and the guy didn't know what to what to do, what to say. So he gets off the stage, and then Ben Guyett goes up. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember Ben Guyett from Comedy at Club Fifty Four, amazing host. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to, yeah. he owns that show, and so he goes back up and he's saying something, and that comedian from the crowd yells something out, and everybody laughs. Well, that guy in the front says, "Hey." That first comedian finally said something funny. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> uh, so then I had to go up after that, and so I shut him down right away. Yeah. And I said, hey, "So, sir, how are you doing tonight?" Because he was right up front, and he basically looked at me and goes, "I should shut my mouth, I guess, with you, eh?" And I said, "Probably be a good idea. You could try if you like." <laughs> He's like, "I'm going to shut my mouth," and he sat back. So I was kind of hoping he was going to say something. Yeah, but, yeah, give uh, you some material. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't say anything. So. Nah, that's too bad. I, I don't I I've been to one Yuck Yuck show and I remember I've been to oh, actually several different comedy shows but uh, I remember one Yuck Yuck show and I guess one guy got in and he I guess had the frame of mind that I'm going to be the heckler and that you are no that he was going to be oh that. oh he's I, like hey Jason you're going to be the heckler yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> okay. all right you're no, up but he gets in the back and he just starts going and I just like right away the whole place turned on him. Yeah, the entire place turned. Well, of course, because people don't. Like you become that. the nemesis. Oh, it was fantastic. That guy was out on his ass so bloody fast. Yeah, it was. Pe- awesome. People don't like that. No. You know, the, the audience doesn't like having when there's a heckler. No, they because paid, it, it sours the mood. Yeah, yeah. and they paid to see the comedian. They yeah. didn't pay to hear some guy sitting in the audience trying to be funny. Yeah, you know. And you can. So, I mean, you've got like the 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 
really high end, let's say, comedians who really know how to deal with the heckler. But when you when you go to like a yuck yucks or something, and you've got the couple opening acts that do their little ten minute thing, and, and you know they're probably not professional. They're just yeah, they're just starting out, like yeah, like they, I was for they, years. And yeah, years. they often don't know how to deal with it, and you can see it, and it and it's creating all these stumbling blocks, and they're trying to move forward with their material, but they're they're you know missing the punchlines, and they're not delivering correctly, and that kind of thing. It makes and, it hard, definitely. And you feel for them, and at the same time, it's like well. You know what the hell's the point of this? You know you're kind of you're kind of ruining the whole thing. So yeah. so yeah, I think it's really easy for the whole audience to just say no thanks. Enough and of that. Also, I, that's what I've seen every, pretty much every time. The yeah. audience turns on them and doesn't want to doesn't yeah. want to listen to them. Yeah, I love that. I, I'm trying to think of in Timmins, like at the Dante Club or at Terrio High School, we've never had anybody try to heckle the comedians. It's kind of a different format, though, right? I mean, yeah, at the Dante Club, bar, you're, it's like a dinner, yeah, right? And then yeah. Terrio, you're you're in an auditorium. Yeah, so. it's a nice big auditorium. Yeah. So it's not, at the yeah. Bar not, shows, maybe. Yeah, dark bar where there's drinks being served and that sort of thing. It's just got a different kind of, I think, feel. People feel like they can be more. Aggressive, what, I guess. I what the drop the mic comedy competition? I'm hosting it, and I'm going to make sure everybody knows. Like these are new people here. Trying yeah. to leave them alone. If you yeah. want to heckle somebody, heckle me. I'll take it. I yeah. don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you could try to heckle Derek Edwards if you want. Good luck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm hoping that people. I'm I'm confident that people are going to be respectful. That this is their first time, and so people in Timmins, they're so nice, even if they're not funny. Like you know, when I used to do the comedy competition, they weren't funny at the end. They'd go, yeah, yeah. This is like. He tried. Yeah. <laughs> he tried. This is his first time. It was, good effort. It was good. It was good. You yeah. know? Like, but, and I, it's true. That's how they were for real. <laughs> I've been to one show, and uh, like the first, the opening act, uh, he was actually kind of funny. He actually had kind of some interesting characters, and he did, like, uh, the donkey from Shrek actually really funny. Like, he was actually, like, spot on. But he had some, he, he had some issues. I'm not going to go into what they were, but, like, it was super awkward actually and like you know his one character was funny and he did kind of well but it was like it was you were laughing out of pity the whole time oh, and you're just like it was so awkward everyone's looking at each other like is this happening like did he just get on and like they didn't know he was like who he was and it was uh, it was super it was in Windsor it was at actually at, I think it was it used to be a yuck yucks club and I think it was called whatever else but I remember it was the most awkward Ten minutes I've ever been in. Yeah, that and makes it tricky. Everyone's kind of laughing, <laughs> and it was just—it was the worst. The rest of it was all right. Uh, I found that the one person, I, there was a couple of drunk girls, you know, a, a bachelorette type of thing, and they weren't hecklers, but they were loud. And I remember the the MC like just yelled at them. It was like it was hilarious for me and the, yeah. and the other side just laughing like, "What is this guy doing? Like this guy's being an asshole. Like he's going at these girls," which was funny. But I just remember just that opening act guy. Oh, it was hard. it was so hard. I it guess. was difficult. You but, know, it's funny that you bring uh, up the bachelorette party. Or, yeah. uh Brendan McKeegan was yeah. just in Timmins on yeah. November fourth. He did a whole bit on yeah. Yeah. on those are the worst. You know, uh, you have a bachelorette party at your comedy show. It's going to be horrible because they want all the attention on them, yeah. and yeah. they put penises everywhere. And yeah. well, I do too. To be fair, that's how you, well, I've, they, I've that's decorated how you, my yeah, entire decor- home. Yeah, really. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And just hand drawn ones, just. <laughs> <laughs> but really nicely hand. Yeah. Let's be from, fair from memory. Yeah, well, yeah. Just... Calligraphic pen and everything. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> Not to go to his house. Uh, no, Everyone comes in and they're like, oh, "It's actually pretty impressive." Right? 
You, you show up. You show up at your house. You got a like a, a drawing pad already. All right, pull down your pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd my, like my next specimen. I want to put something else up. I need more art. Yeah, something else up, indeed. Oh, <laughs> nice, man. Uh, nice. I have right. a question. Yeah. Uh, so you, you've done that shows in many different locales. Mm-hmm. I want to hear the best locale. I want to hear about the absolute worst slash scariest, dungiest type of locale. Okay. All right. Um, I feel like I have to say Timmins for the best one. Right. But Absolutely. You don't know. You don't. There's you don't no have obligation. To. No. You don't have to. But, you know, when we do that, last year when we did the um, Timmins Comedy Festival at Terrio, man, the crowd was so into it. But where I was one of the main acts was uh, just a couple of weeks ago in Mattawa. And it's a town of 2,500 people. In a theater, we had 250 people. So 10% of the population came to the show. That's pretty good. And it was me and Derek Seguin. The hospital shut down. It was amazing. It was the best crowd I've ever seen. They were so into it and cheered and laughed and, like, standing ovation. At the, like, I finished and I get a standing ovation. I was like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. You know, this is – it was probably the best I've, I've ever seen. Um, I actually did a show at, uh, at Club 54 one time uh, just last – May, I want to say, but um, the first night, it was ladies' night, and the bar was just full of women, and that's the best crowd to have for comedy, unless it's a bachelorette party. But if it's just all women out to have fun and laugh, man, they were awesome. Why? Why? Because it's easier or what? Well, uh, I think if you have all men, they're kind of like, you know, I don't know, they just don't want to laugh in front of everybody or right. kind of but with women they just laugh and they don't really care and all that so it was it was that was one of my favorite shows too huh um for worst uh me and uh rick Baudieu, coco yeah. we went up and um actually my brother does stand-up comedy as well Dwayne lemieux pretty good comic himself we went up to um north from here i don't know if i should <laughs> <laughs> you don't have i mean it's up to you yeah <laughs> we were, it was you know and we've done other shows there that have been awesome but the one time we went up it was in kappa skating and we went to a bar. I think he was going to say the name, but now he's... <laughs> yeah. Okay, we were at the bar, and we get in, and first the bartender, or the owner of the bar says, uh, do you guys have your own equipment, like microphones and stuff? Like, nice. No. Nice. No, like, you have no... Is there a stage? There's nothing? No? You're going to put us in the corner? Like, so she went home, and she got this karaoke machine. Oh, no. Yeah. And so, I mean, she still paid us, so we did the show, but yeah. it's... So now with giggles, that would never happen now. Yeah. Because when they they have a contract and there has to be lighting, there has to be this, this, and this, and this. So it's pretty awesome. But that show was pretty bad. Halfway through the show, this guy I'm, I'm, this guy just walks not onto the stage, but walks into the corner, and he says, "I got the joke to tell." <laughs> right in the middle of my bit. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, "All right, buddy, go ahead." He says, "Tell me what this is," and he just starts like gyrating or like shaking on on the stage. I'm like, "I don't know what is that." He goes, "Bacon frying in the pan." <laughs> All right. So that got the biggest reaction of the night, this guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. This is easy comedy here. I'm just going to tell knock-knock jokes to yeah. you guys. Like, Yeah. So, but wow. uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was quite the experience. Hmm. Now you got no more listeners in Cap. Yeah, well, no, we didn't have any anyway. Don't worry about it. Sorry. No, but well, we've I've been yeah, there before. Corey is very racist. And he starts saying something about people from Cap's casing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Corey, oh, bad. Oh, Corey does not like people from Cap. He doesn't <laughs> like people from anywhere. You're right. He's, oh, even his own family, he's turned on them. He's, he's just he's just scum. <laughs> we think some of them are from Cap. <laughs> are they really? Yes. <laughs> well, that explains it. Uh, funny. But I, I was at in Cap two years ago with Terry Parker, and we had an awesome show there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's a good comic too, Terry Parker. For a long time, he was Canada's most booked comedian. Really? So he was working every weekend all the time. 
he's, he's uh, stopped now. He's not doing as many shows as he used to, but really good comic, too. He's been to Timmins several times. Well, you'd have to be if you're the most booked, I guess. Yes, yeah. That's it. So that was his title for probably about three, four years, most booked comedian who's, in Canada. Who's keeping track of that? Who, I don't know. Who knows? He was just booked every weekend. I think right. that's that's the thing. So. Huh. Do you coin that term yourself, or do you have someone else coin that for you? I think, like, I think do you say, well, I must be the most uh, booked comedian, so I'm <laughs> start saying that every time. I'm going to start saying I'm the funniest comedian. If you could just book whatever you want. Yeah, say, why not? Hey, give yourself Canada's any. funniest comedian. The most hated comedian <laughs> yeah. right here. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So those are the yeah, those shows. I've had way more good shows than bad shows. I, I can count the bad shows on you know one hand where you know, it was like, oh, man, that really, you know, it was really bad. That, that one I did all the ladies night at Comedy Club 54, the next night, uh, my agent came to see me for the first time because he had only seen online stuff. and So he was in London, so he came out to He's Burlington. Like, I made a huge mistake. I'm sorry. <laughs> let you go. Sorry? I thought, I, mean, I, said, thought, I thought he was going to let me go because I bombed. Like everybody is just talking. Not that I bombed. Nobody was listening. Uh-huh. I couldn't get anybody's attention. And I was like, come on. Like what is going on? It's like, man, my agent comes for freaking my, this one show and I'm bombing so bad here. So I was supposed to be up for 35 minutes because with Ben Ben Guyatt, and like at 20 minutes, I looked at Ben. And he said, "Just you know, get off. That's yeah. okay." Yeah. And he I went up it, and started. It went out there. Oh dear lord! How is that possible? It's plugged in. I know. Okay, hold it. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. That's oh, right. Yep. All right. Anyway, so he goes back out and he just starts like making fun of people, and they love that. They were like, "Yeah, t- tell us off again." I'm like, "Oh, all right. I should have just started telling everybody off." All right. Well, we can use start recording, and I guess we'll use this as our cue to end. Yeah. Uh, all right. So well, apparently uh, we have some technical yeah, issues. Yeah, technical issues. Out. So the, our, our, we apologize for uh, any of the camera work. I'm not sure if it's on it's, now. It's not on right it's now. Not so, on. so this will be audio only. But that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's your imagination. Yeah. Well, we can. Uh, well, we can go for another five or ten if you want. Just audio only, or no, we'll, uh, we'll finish it up. We'll finish right, up finish where it. we are. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess uh, before we finish up. Uh, Rick, uh, I know you have uh, tickets here that we were looking at maybe uh, doing a little giveaway. Sure. Uh, I'm not thinking awesome. maybe we'll do a uh, we'll, we'll do a quick little uh, video on Facebook and see, uh, uh, I guess, share and like, and uh, we'll give uh, two tickets away to individuals uh, who, who, who do it, and we'll pick one of the names. Uh, and what is the what are the tickets for? This is for the Drop the Mic Comedy Competition with uh, special guest Judge Derek Edwards. Ooh. So that's going to be awesome. Derek Edwards is... Uh, one of Canada's top comedians as well. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Derek Edwards yeah, live. Yeah, a few times, yeah. Nobody, nobody holds the attention of a crowd like Derek Edwards. He's just phenomenal. His his delivery is the best delivery for a comedian ever, yeah. and there's yeah. nobody that could do it like him. Yeah. Nobody. I gotta so, say, his bit. I think it was about a Wendy's coupon, and about it being <laughs> like a counterfeit, and the people <laughs> the manager in the back can go to check it out to see if it's counterfeit. I think the. <laughs> One of the funniest bits that I always think about it when I give a coupon somewhere for like, which I don't usually do, but when I do, I always think about that bit. I think yeah. it's actually he has one of the best bits. Oh I yeah, think he's of, uh, yeah, and he's always like he's always writing. So there's yeah. always new stuff. Like last time he was in town was last year, and he says, uh, "Remember we had the, the links problem and the you know people are, yeah. are always talking about the links and always talking about the potholes at that yeah. time." So yeah. all he said was, "I found a way to solve all your problems in town." Just. Fill in the potholes with the links. <laughs> you know, just little things like that. Yeah. Or when he said, uh, 
He says, you know, I haven't been to Timmins for a while, so I saw your new little uh, area right in the middle of town there at the Gold Corps. Uh, and he says, you know, I know we're a mining community, but I never thought we would mine the community. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you better have some good tires if you want to get to the end of Kimberly Street. You know, it's just, he's so quick and so good. So, yeah, so, yeah, come out and uh, meet Derek Edwards that night and uh, watch some amateurs. And I also have uh, Jean-François Brisson who's going to be a headliner uh, he's originally from Cochrane, but he went to school in Toronto and did comedy there. He's back in Cochrane now to um, help his family with their business there. And uh, so I booked him because I saw him do some comedy. Uh, he actually booked me in Cochrane, and he was the host. And I said, man, this guy is going to work really well here in Timmins. People are going to love him too. And then uh, nine competitors, maybe ten. If uh, Yeah. Maybe. Not me. No. Yeah. One of our <laughs> listeners, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but nine people from Timmins competing for that uh, that crown. So it's awesome. pretty awesome. Uh so, okay, next to that, uh, anything, and where can people find you? Where can people check you out and see any of your information? Yeah, if you go to constablerick.com, there's some videos on there for kids, uh, you know, safety videos that I talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, you can look, read my books online for free, so you don't have to buy the books. Although, if you buy the books, you'd help me as well, because <laughs> I still owe $1,200 <laughs> for the printing of them. So, you know, if you want to help me out, that would be great. But I don't, I don't, I mean, I want everybody to read the book, so they can go online and read it for free. And you could also go to timminscomedy.com, and uh, I update that website uh, whenever we get new shows coming to town so they can see where they can get tickets and everything for uh, all the comedy shows coming to town. Awesome. Uh, John, anything uh, you want, want to plug as a local transient? I have nothing to plug. Nothing to plug? No, no. films coming up soon? Well, not not before next week. Not I mean, you can week. plug the next yeah, one next well, you week. Can- you can still do it. It's give it two weeks ahead of time. Well, not, I, I don't remember what, what it is. Actually. It's Two Lovers and a Bear. It's the movie that was filmed here. Oh, there you go, yes. We have three screenings. Uh, and By the way, this is for the Timmins Film Society. Cool. Um, not just something that I know, weirdly. Um, it is December 4th, which is a Sunday at 1.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then December 5th, which is a Monday, uh, 7 and 9 p.m. Uh, so we have three showings for Two Lovers and a Bear that was filmed here. Uh, and you can get to see how well they disguised South Porcupine, which is pretty well. Bear. I, I think I saw that online. Yeah, this yeah. is probably the remake because uh, the, the original one's probably nothing to, like has to do with Timmins or filming in Timmins or anything like that. This was uh, well, it was on a X-rated website. Two lovers and a bear. <laughs> uh huh. And we, this is—is is this the remake of we, that? We, it, we had we actually had that joke last week. <laughs> oh, did said, you for real? Uh, well, yeah. No, but except the joke was oh, it's still... the 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 actual title is Lovers and a Bear Two. But anyway, oh. sorry. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh-huh, yeah. we uh, <laughs> all gotta say thanks, uh, Rick, for uh, for coming out and uh, for joining us, uh, and apologize for our technical difficulties. No, yeah, okay. sorry, everyone. But yeah, thanks for coming, uh, John. Thanks for coming. Uh, I'm not sure if you came up if you had a slogan or a tagline I to have, get off. I have nothing to contribute. I guess then I'll like do the tagline. Uh, I guess from. Uh, once again, it'll be another Homer uh, tag tagline. Yeah. Uh, here's to beer, the cause, and solution to all of life's problems. Cheers. Thank you. Homer rocks. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday.